What is up, peeps? Welcome back to the Meta Era Nerd Podcast Weekly Recap. I'm your host, Rico, and with me, as always, is the Anime Sensei, the Soundtrack Supporter, the TCG Technician. What's up, Marcus? That's soundtrack Supporter. I mean, is it really, you know, supporting the soundtrack when you, if you don't actually own it? But that's besides the point. Now, the reason Rico actually mentions that is because we're, right before we got on, we were just talking about soundtracks and stuff. And one of the things, and I think I mentioned it before in other podcasts, is the, you know, yes, big fan of Zelda, Zelda music. Zelda is actually one of the soundtracks I play, you know, especially those lo-fi Zelda soundtracks that kind of just in my classroom and stuff. But the other one, and this is not lo-fi, like I purposely play this soundtrack through and through. The way it's intended to be listened to is a Donkey Kong Country one and two soundtrack and i play them straight through because the music is just epic beautiful i don't even know what you call it it's just outstanding so we were just talking about that right before we got on so i guess you can say we support you know great music right (laughs) yeah yeah and one of the other things too one of the other reasons like i thought not just donkey kong but uh liza p the liza p soundtrack is something you have not stopped talking about like we 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 haven't talked much like it, you you played through the game already like pretty hardcore like what three times you beat it yes. and we kind of the the talking about the gameplay and all that has kind of has kind of fizzled out a little bit here and there but you haven't stopped talking about the music so oh, the music man and well because we talked about it before the podcast or whatever like, you know anywhere else have we ever talked about it on the actual podcast no well just to kind of you know just talk about it briefly. I promise I won't get into too much. I know Rico and I have just talked about the different songs that we like and stuff, but man, this song has some that I'm just, I'm obsessed with. Uh, uh, Quixotic, I think that's the way it's meant to be said. Uh, it's the one you get from the, the Red Fox uh, once you give her the coin. Beautiful song. Hands down my favorite. Quixotic is my favorite. And the other one is my, I guess my second favorite would be Feel and Someday. I, I know Rico likes, uh, which one's the one you like? From Fascination. The, fascination that's the instrument the instrumental one and i mean they're all amazing like I've, I've been playing the soundtrack on my way to work i'll put it on the first song and just listen to it and just really just i guess enjoy enjoy the music for what it is and beautiful beautiful stuff i can't say anything you know bad about it because it just so happens that i just you know which is kind of strange i told rico the first time i played it kind of off and on it took me a while it took me about a month it took me a while but not because i didn't pl- it was more because I didn't play anything else. Oh, but the second and third one, man, oh, I was just getting home and just sitting there listening to the songs and just enjoying <laughs> myself, I, which is very, very strange. I, I liked it the second and third time I played it more than the first. <laughs> but fell in love with it. Love the soundtrack. Quixotic, if you haven't, go to YouTube, check it out because oh, you're messing out some beautiful music. One of the other things was that um, I, I did the last few podcasts, last two times anyways, was just kind of like play a little bit of background music, at least in my headset and stuff like that. And I don't know, either, I guess I'm either more engaged or I'm a little bit, you know, with the mood and stuff like that. And I don't know, it makes talking, I guess, you kind of get into your little world. You become the main character, right? And that's the terminology (laughs) nowadays, right? The main character of of your spill or whatever you're talking about. So great stuff, man, through and through. If you haven't heard it, Donkey Kong Country, one and two. Zelda, uh, Lies of P, because those records, man, oh, worth totally worth just getting in and listening to them because, man, you won't regret it, I promise. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel you too on that uh, soundtrack. It really was perfect for the vibe and just bangers in of them themselves, even without the, you know, the game. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm a big Donkey Kong lover too, so. 
But to answer uh, your question, I'm doing phenomenal. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it was another one of those weeks where I was like, man, we really, it doesn't seem like there's too much, but, uh, you know, in kind of like scrunching everything together, like I was, we were, there was a lot of stuff that happened this week. So uh, starting off with some of the stuff that's kind of like in the miscellaneous, uh, we have the Super Bowl coming up. I know there's been a little bit of a disagreement on uh, Usher kind of being the performer there. Uh, but we also found out this week that uh, Nickelodeon is going to be doing their own broadcast of the Super Bowl. And they're actually going to have SpongeBob kick oh, off man. the broadcast with uh, performing Sweet Victory. And I know that's one that a lot of people love that song. I I was never a SpongeBob person, but I know of the song. You have to. Uh, so I don't know. Are, are, that, to, to you, yeah. is that more exciting than seeing Usher? I know you were the one that was kind of like a little bit more down on it. I was the one that was a little bit more optimistic about the show. Uh, uh, yeah. Again, me, Rick and I talked about it before. I'm just, I mean, I know Usher's music. But most of the music is like R and B, and Enrico was saying he has some some poppy stuff or some bangers and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, but I mean, for the Super Bowl, like, what's it gonna do? Play "Burning" and uh, "These Are My Confessions." They're in the middle of the uh, Super Bowl. Like, what? Like, what? like, or are you gonna go and bust out his old old music? Like, I, I just, I'm not about it. But I guess you know he's an entertainer. He, I'm sure he'll come up with something. He'll dance and people go wild and stuff. But we'll see. But when they said the SpongeBob stuff, I was. You know, pretty excited about that because that's I, I'm just in shock that that song, "Sweet Victory," hasn't been performed yet. So I'm, I'm sure we'll enjoy it, we'll like it, and apparently, I think what, what did I read that they were gonna kind of like, I guess, tweak the graphics or they were gonna tweak something to make it more intense for the Super Bowl. So um, it was gonna be a brand new like performance. Yeah, of yeah, is, is that what it was? Like, CG, it? CGI. Yeah, I think it's a whole big CGI thing. So. It, 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 it's going to be specifically for the Super Bowl yeah. is, is what kind of that tells us, right? So yeah. it, it should be exciting. Everybody loves the song as it is. Yeah. So I'm sure this is going to make it even better. Uh, when it comes to Usher, I, I do see your perspective of like a lot of his songs are a little bit more slow, more, and, and you want the Super Bowl atmosphere to be like high energy, high intensity. But I agree with you that there are some songs that are probably going to be, especially his hits, that are would probably be better off left off of his set list. Uh, I, I honestly think maybe he has to have like two, no, maybe three, four songs that are high energy, which I say, yeah, oh my God. And there's another song that a lot of people don't know as much, which I learned of during when I went to the All-Star game and I saw him perform it there. It's called More. Those three are pretty much the big high energy songs that I could think of, at least from his music. Uh since in the last week or so, we did hear from him that he is going to use his show to pay tribute to a lot of the artists that have come before him. So that tells me we might also have some little spinoffs into like some other people's music. I think the last couple, did we have the, some of the last, uh, in the last few years, we've had some people do solo acts and we've had, I think last year we kind of had where they brought back a little bit more of different people performing together, right? Yeah. Uh, so was Rihanna last year, no? I think it was Rihanna. Oh, oh, actually, no. Yeah, it was Rihanna last year. So it was the year before that that we had the, a bunch of people all together. Mm. Um, so I think that's hinting at maybe we might see some collabs instead of just like straight Usher. So let's see what that does with like bringing in people because he has worked with a lot of people. Uh, 
But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a thing where he, it's more of a performance than it is his music. The music will be there, but, you know, Usher, his thing is he takes off his shirt and he dances and everybody goes crazy. So <laughs> I think, yeah, I, yeah. think I, I think it's going to be a little bit more of that. Uh, I'm hoping for some good collabs, but uh, I guess it's one of those where we just got to wait and see what we're going to get. Uh, and I'm, I'm also very excited for the SpongeBob thing. <laughs> You have to be. You have to be. That's that song's iconic, right? Like I, I know it's one of the earlier episodes, early SpongeBob. I've always said it. And Omar is a big SpongeBob fan, and and my girlfriend's always talking about uh, SpongeBob also, and especially a lot of those, um, I guess, popular memes. More of the notable episodes that I've seen because there's some that are funny. What is like? What's the, what's uh, what's the one with Sandy? He says, "Hey, SpongeBob, well, what am I?" And he's, but he's Texas. Uh, so Patrick, stupid? No, I'm Texas. What's the difference? <laughs> oh, it's so good, dude. <laughs> they, legit whole episode about about Texas being dumb. Yeah, haters. <laughs> uh, the other, one of the other big things that come out of this week was uh, the new Apple Vision Pro. Um. You're seeing it everywhere already, like in posts on uh, Twitter or X, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube videos. Uh, what what do you what do you think of this? Is this something you're interested in? Uh, is it? Do you think it's uh, practical? Do you think we're a, a long ways away from you from you showing interest in something like this? What is your stance here, just on what you've seen now with the Apple Vision Pro, or may or do you already have one? No, I don't have one. <laughs> I think about that $3,500 machines, right? Um, Personally, I'm not really sure. I've seen people, obviously, on the subways, especially in New York, and you have, you're carrying around a $3,000, $4,000 device on your head and, you know, doing these things. And me, personally, I'm not sure, man. Um, I'm just not sure if it's something that's, you know, like, is, is that... I'm assuming is that the future, right? Is that because you know people, especially a lot of those older films and stuff like that, you see a lot of that type of stuff where they put on the headset and everything's just kind of there in sky, in the sky, and nobody else can see it but but you. So I'm just kind of curious if you know, like this is it? Like are we there already? But personally, I don't know. Will will I ever get one down the road if they're affordable? Maybe, but we'll see, man. Again, I have no real real big stance on this other than it's super crazy and trippy to you know look at it yeah i and it's not the first time we have something like this i remember back a couple years ago we had like the google glasses thing movement or whatever where you could like look up information and stuff like that supposedly on your glasses and there was that push for that uh i know with this one one of the biggest things one of the biggest obstacles is going to be that price point 3500 bucks for something like this that's brand new you know, still, still a lot of things being developed for it. Um, it, it it's very much a luxury item still at this point, right? Uh, especially because it is by Apple. You know, a- Apple's luxury, right? Um, it seems like the cool, some of the cool things that you can do with it. Like I saw somebody watching a YouTube recipe as they're cooking. Uh, somebody just laying down on the on the couch. Uh, and just looking up at the ceiling, watching a movie, he turns, you know, to the to the wall. He could watch the movie on the wall. Uh, I saw some people using it, like at a doctor's office, saying like waiting for stuff. It's never gonna be the same. Like you have YouTube on there or whatever, but you're wearing these big old goggles on your face. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I'm not sure if uh, 
the form factor also, I think for some people might be another obstacle. Like, do you really want to bust out these goggles and slap them on your face? Because right now, you know, a lot of people are laughing, not laughing, but you know, like it's a meme right now. You see people walking down the street with these things on their face. Right. And while it seems cool, the form and the price point, I think right now are the two biggest challenges. I think the other thing is probably the practicality of, you know, uh, what 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 things do you see yourself using day to day? Because thirty five hundred bucks is a lot of money for something that you're gonna use sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I have seen some other cool things. I don't know if you saw the video going around of somebody had made an app already for like when you're vacuuming, so that oh, you make yeah, sure that, that you don't so that you make sure you don't miss like any area or whatever. So yeah. like there's there's some cool stuff in there, and I think as we develop the apps a little bit more for like practical day to day use, and as the price point starts to dip, maybe closer to like a thousand dollars, I think people will start to say, you know what, I can try it for like a thousand, fifteen hundred, because thirty five hundred right now is just way too high. Yeah, you know, for us commoners. <laughs> oh yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think it's really cool. I think uh, at some point. I think it will be like a standard thing, maybe cheaper, maybe smaller, but uh, I don't know. I'm I'm all about it, but not at 3,500 bucks. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's but you could get a PC, obviously, and high-end PC more so, and you know, I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know, especially what the gaming sphere is going to be on, going to be like on something like that. So I don't know. I guess it's as good as yours. Yeah, I think I think there are some gaming things already that you can like attach and play through there. I think I saw the PlayStation. You can play some PlayStation games on there mm. already. So uh, gaming for me, like VR and gaming, like it's not there yet. There are some experiences I'm sure that are really cool. Like I know uh, one of the things we've always gone back to is like playing Resident Evil in VR. But uh, I feel like the availability and the development of a lot of games for VR are it's just not there yet. So in a gaming in the gaming sphere it would be cool to be able to play your games wherever you go but not necessarily like in VR and that kind of stuff yet at least for me I haven't bought into that yet mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it, it's it's been cool to see all the different things so far that people have been doing with that yeah uh in terms of anime this week the only thing that caught my attention was we got a runtime for the new Haikyuu movie the dumpster battle it's going to be listed at an hour and 25 minutes being that I have no idea what I'm getting, and you have an idea of what's going to happen, you think that's enough time for this? Uh... uh, yeah. I mean, it's a film, and I think with a film they can actually, you know, get right into it. And I think they're going to get right into it. Don't be surprised if it goes, you know, it starts and it's first five ten minutes we're off, and it's going to be an hour and seventy five minute thing. It's just kind of, you know, where you had, um. What is it? Season three? Remember season three? Ten episodes mm-hmm. of um, Short Torizawa. Short Torizawa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Short Yeah, and like, there was the movie, right? Yeah, you know, it was ten episodes. Ten episodes, what? If you do the math, 20 minutes, 246, 246. That was a three-hour, maybe a little less, three-hour, you know. Okay, well, maybe not all of it, right? Maybe it was like eight episodes. So about two and a half hours. So the, the you know, dumpster battle is kind of half of that. So... Again, I'm not sure. And depending on what happens with the movie and kind of like just what, from what I see, you know, just kind of see more or less in what direction it's going to go. Because I know when the, when the we thought there were going to be seasons and the movies came out, we were kind of like, 
like damn okay cool uh they're wrapping this up quick or what's what's going on here so we'll see but again an hour and 25 minutes 85 minutes i mean we'll see how that rolls man but again i don't know if you saw the trailers man the trailer looked amazing yeah i'm pumped looked nice I'm very much excited. February 16th in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Japan. Which we're looking at, what, what probably like uh, maybe one, two, three, three or four months, maybe it'll come to the United States? Yeah, yeah, about three or four months. As far as anime, I think the only thing I kind of saw, well, there was a couple of things. Again, some of the stuff that I'm just keeping up with while I watch One Piece. So Almost done with Dressrosa, finally. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm on episode... Yesterday, I kind of got a good chunk in. I was on 7, what was I at? 7, 16, 7, 17, and I'm on 7, 24 or something like that. So I'm almost done. Uh, I just saw Gear 4, so just kind of for, for those guys who have seen One Piece, that's where I'm at. Um, almost done with the Dressrosa, and again, amazing. I, I, every time I just sit down and watch, you know, it's, it's always good stuff. But aside from One Piece, I always do keep up with what's going on in the anime-verse. Uh, Konosuba season three. I know it's, there's like some people's guilty pleasure. I really enjoy that. But the one I was actually kind of, uh, you know, excited to see was the Four Nights of the Apocalypse. And I'm telling Rico, I do read it, and I think it's awesome. The, the it, you're you're focusing on four instead of seven, and it's, I think it's I I think it's great. I, I really do like the Four Nights. Person, I like all four of them. Like all four of them are likable. They're they're amazing. Like, I just, you know, I can't say anything bad about them. It's because obviously, you know, at least two of them are a mix of, you know, four or whatever. And I think they just introduced uh, uh, King and Diane's uh, fairy coming in here. So we'll see about that. One of the other ones they kind of showed off with Buchigiri, which is supposed to be one of those, what is it, delinquent fight type style ones. We also did get Nagi, the. Episode Nagi, the Blue Lock movie. I, I read Blue Lock every week. That's probably the one that I'm just between that one and My Hero. My Hero is just almost done. Some shit went down in the manga. Again, super fast paced. Super, it's it's crazy the way the way that one's going on there. I know some people it gets a lot of flack, but when when you're invested in a journey, it's 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 almost over. You can't help but feel you know it's bittersweet. You know what I mean? So um, awesome to that. As a matter of fact, with My Hero, I think we have what three three or so months. I think the anime is supposed to be scheduled. Season 7, May 4th, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And I think other than that, that's it. Well, at least, you know, off the top of my head, there's Jobless uh, coming out, you know, Demon Slayer coming out. But those are the gimmies. Like, other than that, nothing off the top of my head that I can really think of. So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think just between Demon Slayer and My Hero, that's going to be huge and everything else. One wow. special shout out to Spice and Wolf because I think we're, we are getting, you know, in April, Spice and Wolf, you know, for all you... Merchant means wise wolf for all your Spice and Wolf fans. And I, I, it's always going to have a special place because it's one of the first ones that I actually saw, like, period, as far as anime is concerned. So exciting. Yeah, awesome. Hopping over to, like, movie, TV, film. Uh, this one's for the uh, community fans out there. Donald Glover has confirmed that the community script is done and that he's all in. Uh, I know Andrew's a fan. I know Ricky's a fan. I'm a huge fan of the community series, so exciting that this movie's going to come together, and uh, hopefully it's just as good as the series. Uh, some other news we got in the last couple of days is uh, Danny Phantom may be getting a live screen, a live action adaptation, and uh, the creator is kind of hoping that Tom Holland will be his Danny it, Phantom. It, he fits, man. I, I, I've seen a couple of 
of um, Danny Phantom episodes growing up, and or at least in high school, and he fits. He, he he's Danny Phantom can very well actually be maybe like a Peter Parker type thing. And it's funny because, as a matter of fact, one of Melanie's um, favorite shows growing up was Danny Phantom. So man, if you t- attach uh, Tom Holland and Danny Phantom together, I'm sure she'll go crazy and ballistic. That's yeah. how that's how much she <laughs> she yeah, that's how much she enjoy she uh, watching that stuff like that, but. Um, as a matter of fact, speaking of Tom Holland, I saw he was training today on X, and I said, what's he training about? Apparently, he's supposed to have an announcement tomorrow about mm-hmm. something, so I'm not sure what the announcement is. What's the speculation? Do you know anything about that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's some people that are thinking something with Spider-Man. There's other people that, because this Danny Phantom thing is going around, some people think, oh, maybe it's that, but I really have no clue, but I also did see that he had put the announcement tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it's going to be, but... We'll see, man. Tomorrow he's going to say something. I'm sure, um, you know, it's going to have a lot of fans tuning in to see what he has to say. Yeah. Another thing for me this week is that I finished the uh, Godzilla uh, Kaijuverse uh, spinoff Monarch on uh, Apple TV, and it was actually really cool. Started off a little slow, but uh, it was a really good watch. If you're a fan of the Kaijuverse and all that stuff, and you like some of the, like the background story and stuff like that. It does a really good job of tying together, you know, Kong Skull Island, the Godzilla stuff, and kind of makes everything go full circle. So uh, I know Andrew had already finished it, said that he'd really liked it, uh, and I just finished it too. I think uh, yesterday. So I, I really enjoyed it. Nice. Also, I also did catch up with. Uh, I didn't watch it on Sunday, but I watched the latest uh, True Detective today, which was awesome too it's it's starting to get to like where where i wanted it to get so Mm -hmm. i'm I'm really pumped um another big thing from the week there's been some controversies and some little maybe issues with the upcoming avatar adaptation i don't know if you've seen some of the things being talked about here uh one of the bigger things is that some (laughs) of the creators the ones that were making the show uh, kind of walked away from it, saying that there was like some creative differences or whatever. Yeah, and, we covered that. I remember. And now this week, one of the one of the things that came out that a lot of people are like scratching their head about is that they want the show. They are altering the show because they want it not just to appeal to kids, but also to a Game of Thrones style audience. Which I was kind of like. Hmm. Being that I've never seen Avatar, uh, just knowing in what you've described to me, I've seen very little. In what you've described to me, it has those moments already where it could be a little bit darker. You see, and, and to me, to me, I'm like, I, I would think that they're by saying not kids, but a Game of Thrones audience. You know, you would have that a little bit more mature stuff in there. But from what I've heard from you and what i heard from other people is that if you really pay attention to the avatar show that it already has those aspects it's not Uh just all for kids yeah but then and then that coupled with the other two things that i've heard is that they're going to be toning down uh i guess his name is soka or something like that that he kind of has this uh, soka that he has this uh thing in his mind at the beginning or like he has like this uh, attitude where like women can't be warriors yeah. or whatever yeah uh so like they're they're kind of coining that as like sexism you know how it is with with yeah, uh, yeah. in today's stuff so they're kind of going to tone that down um uh, 
And a lot of people, a lot of people seem to think that that journey and that obviously there's a shift. People are talking about Uh it, saying that there's a shift in the way he he exhibits that. And they're saying like that's going to take away a lot from his uh, character development. Yeah, no, for sure. And so right from the get go, um, when 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 they had started coming out with all these things, and they kept it hush hush, you know what I mean? Because oh, we're gonna it's gonna be faithful and all these things, and they were saying all kinds of stuff like, yeah, it looks great, and I thought it looked good, and they kept saying these things like it's gonna be nice, it's gonna be cool, and I, I even said before, you know, it'd be nice for them to have those aspects that kind of pertain to us, right? We're the ones who grow up with it, and, and I get it. Okay, fine, they want to do the Game of Thrones stuff or whatever feel, but there's episodes that already lend themselves to to something like that. You don't have to make something that wasn't unserious in the show serious just for the sake of it like uh, when they had mentioned like soccer toning down his whatever um sexism that was part of his journey and and, and that journey is already very evident in, in what's called the first book all the way up until the end so that one i was really kind of like what and then even characters such as gyatso who's um ang's master um there's a cool scene in the thing where it shows him like just surrounded by a bunch of dead fire um, soldiers and stuff like that, Fire Nation soldiers, and it kind of puts them into perspective as well. And they're kind of doing these things that kind of take away, you know, from these characters already. So I'm already, even I'm kind of like, uh, got you in my head, like, okay, where are we going? What's 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 going on here? You know what I mean? Like, I'll probably still check it out, but they called it more of a remix, I think is the word they used. And I'm not sure exactly which or what they're going to be doing. Um, I'm going to check it out for better or for worse. It's going to be one of those. I hope it's for the better, but you know, that, that threw me for a loop, especially with Asaka, with the Aang. I think Aang's supposed to have some weird journey also, the more Game of Thrones stuff. The uh, Avatar had its themes, had its moments. If they wanted to go for a more like straight up Game of Thrones mature audience, they should have just done Legend of Korra. Legend of Korra right off the bat has a lot of those tones already and has a lot of those more adult, I gotta say adult themes, but young adult themes, um, What's it called? Identity and stuff like that. So it's it's a little head scratcher, to yeah, say the, the least. The other thing that I had seen about Ang is that it's supposed to be more of a straightforward like journey. There's not going to be detours or like what people in the animated uh, community call um, what what is it called? Like filler, like no filler yeah. and stuff like that. That it's going to kind of be a very straightforward journey. Which again, like. What, That's fair. That's even fair. which which i understand because you know budget constraints stuff like that that one's a little bit more understandable but i don't know why there's a need to like emphasize this like oh we're not gonna do no filler like what like i, I don't know i i think that this is that, that kind of just leaves more questions out there uh but i mean and- that's that, that's kind of fair I, I think avatar does have some episodes that are a little filler um i guess i, I don't want to say filler I would say more of what? Um, I don't want to say tributes, but they do have some with Jet. They have some with the Kyoshi Warriors. They have one where they kind of tease. Uh, they're just in the desert. They have one with the, you know, uh, the puppet master by itself. You know, where um, um, Katara gets her next abilities and stuff like that. Or there's even one where Appa gets lost in season two, and the whole episode is just, oh, what did he do on his, you know, on his when he was lost that's all it is and and there was even one that was a tribute actually because if i remember correctly what was it i think the voice actor for uncle iroh uh was it i think in real life i think his son passed away or something like that 
and they kind of say a whole episode. It, it, it was it, it was it was either to the actor or something, but it was a um, tribute to that particular person. It was an amazing episode. Don't get me wrong. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to see it again because that episode right, is just beautiful. It's a beautiful episode. You don't realize what he's doing with the tea and all whatever, and then you realize that Uncle Iroh has actually lost his son in the in the universe. So I, I think those are just stories that they're they're not going to tell that stuff like that. There's there's a good maybe like ten fifteen type episodes. They and they do have the famous beach episode, right? You know the anime. Um, in the anime verse, you have the beach episode and stuff like that. This one has one too. Like, come on, <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're yeah. probably not going to show that either. Yeah, and I think I think staying with the general story, I think is that's understandable. Like you say, that makes sense. Uh, the the pushback I saw on this a lot from a lot of creators and stuff like that were, uh, or <laughs> the people that have watched the animated series say that Aang has this dynamic to him where, like, yes, he's the hero, but at times he doesn't really want to be. He wants to be a little yeah. kid. He's yeah. just he's, he's trying to escape from the responsibility of having to be like the hero of the whole world. Right. So they're saying like, if it's just them being on, on task with the story, that's fine. But if they take away from that dynamic of, yes, I'm the hero, but I also want to be a little kid that that could take away a little bit from Aang's story. And and that's Um, what it seems like they're, they're taking away a lot of those, I guess, I don't want to call like, I guess, sub, character development plots because Aang, Aang for a whole season does not want to be the avatar it, it, it's it's very evident in the show and he even says it um again so you're, you're eliminate something like that with Aang, uh Sokka and the sexism I, i'm sure katara is just gonna you know because she also has character character development where she's not such a huge asshole all the time and stuff like that so um they're probably just gonna skip a lot of those things and then we have toff um her character development and what's like and in, 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 in her eyes and well not her eyes, right? Because you can't see. But you get me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's one last thing I wanted to go into for, uh, for like TV and stuff like that before we move on from Avatar. Well, before we move on from Avatar, uh, do these things, do do these things like all couple together like worry you about the show? Uh, yes. Are you are are you still gonna watch it regardless? Yes. Uh, yes, yes. If, if when if if the day that it comes out the reviews are not good would that make you not watch it now or do you, would you power through it regardless ah uh, that's a good question it depends are they abysmal reviews or they're kind of are they kind of mixed if it's mixed mixed i, I will power through it if they're abysmal i won't waste my time because again i have a bunch of other stuff that i do want to watch and you know one piece and other stuff and i wouldn't waste my time on something like that just to give my two cents and which is unfair to it right but the general consensus consensus is that hey it's not avatar why am i gonna waste my time i'll go i'll go watch the cartoon if i want to watch avatar you know what i mean yeah yeah i got you um yeah, I, I feel like with the two trailers that we got, it's looks wise phenomenal. Oh, yeah. There are these little issues here, but I, I think uh, we're not going to know how big of issues they are, how big of changes they are until we watch it. So I guess uh, we'll have to wait until it drops, which is real soon, right? Uh, yeah. Let's see. It's one, two weeks. Yeah. Let's see. Avatar. Netflix release date will be. Will, will be, be February the twenty first. Yeah, yeah, about two ish, two ish weeks. Oh no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Twenty second. 
22nd. Yeah, the 21st was when the original and the animated series came out. The 22nd oh. is going to be. So, yeah, about the same. About the same. So, yeah, just these little things to be mindful of that are, you know, being discussed about this show. Because I know there's a lot of hype from it. It seems like uh, production wise, what we've seen, it's kind of going to be the big one following, you know, the One Piece uh adaptation which was hugely successful so mm. let's see where we go with this one especially something so well loved um any little questions like this or things that we discuss like this you know there's going to be pushback like with anything else that's super loved so uh yeah another another one of those where we just say wait and see uh the last thing that i was that i said i wanted to get into um as a kid up to now i've been a lifelong wrestling fan i don't know how many i'm sure at one point or another every every little boy kid whatever a lot of or a lot of people have been wrestling fans yeah, yeah. at some point in their life uh over this past week um if you if you're familiar with wwe wwf anything like that any of those wrestling companies uh you know the biggest one around nowadays and has been you know for a long time um we had the we had our event uh, which kind of kicks off the road to WrestleMania, which is WWE's big, uh, you know, glamorous biggest show of the year. Their Super Bowl of wrestling uh, is what they call it. Um, we had we had the first event that kicks it off called the Royal Rumble. Well, there uh, one of the the guy that ended up winning the Royal Rumble. What happens is whoever wins the Royal Rumble gets the right to challenge like the uh, champion uh historically at the big show right wrestlemania uh in the current environment in wwe there is two champions one on the monday night show one on the friday night show in the past two years wwe has kind of laid the groundwork for this story for a wrestler by the name of cody rhodes where he's kind of been back and forth with one of the champions the one that's on friday night smackdown named roman reigns um he ends up winning the royal rumble last year goes on to fight roman reigns loses because of outside interference then starts this whole story over the past over the course of the past year about finishing the story finishing the story i gotta finish the story he started it before the last match actually but it he's been running with it they even put that whole slogan and put him on the cover of like their latest nba 2k nba wwe 2k game and you know they've been running with it everything's been going really well it's made him even bigger after losing that match than it did before he lost that match so they've been running with this whole thing for a year he wins the royal rumble first person since i think stone cold maybe hulk hogan to win back-to-back uh royal rumbles i think maybe there's one other but uh you know everything's going right wrestlemania's already sold out supposed to be the biggest in attendance uh ever it's going to be in philadelphia by the way and uh their 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 logo is like the the green and silver and all that just like the eagles so i'm sure you know you would love the logo (laughs) so everything seems to be going falling into place perfectly uh except that on friday night when he's coming out to announce like his that he's going to challenge roman reigns again for the title he says well, I am going to come for that title, but not at WrestleMania. And then The Rock comes out, which is a huge, you know, star in Hollywood, 
people will criticize like his last couple movies and the last couple things he's done with like the XFL and all that stuff or whatever. But I mean, he's still a huge star and beloved by the WWE universe. And wrestling fans are not about it. They're pissed. And I, I wouldn't say I'm pissed, but I am in the camp where like I don't understand why huh? they kind of have this slam dunk, and at the last second they're like pulling away. Uh, all indications kind of seem like The Rock is going to challenge Roman Reigns at the at the big show in WrestleMania, and I don't know. It, 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 it's this weird thing where like they have this story building, uh, and then at the last second they decide to pivot. Uh, they put up uh, as WWE usually does their big segments they put them up on YouTube that YouTube video of The Rock coming out and surprising everybody to challenge Roman Reigns um, has become the most disliked video in <laughs> WWE history I think the last time I looked at it it had 600,000 dislikes to like 75,000 likes uh we want Cody was trending all weekend. Hashtag we want Cody on X. So I don't know. There's some crazy stuff going on in WWE besides like the Vince McMahon stuff, which I won't get into. But uh, I don't know. Being a lifelong wrestling fan, I usually I don't keep up with it as I used to. But this WrestleMania time is usually when I get back into watch the Royal Rumble and watch WrestleMania most of the time. So this is a weird one. Some weird stuff going on there. Some weird decisions. But uh, we actually saw this. This will be WrestleMania 40. We actually saw something like this happen at WrestleMania 30. Where a guy by the name of Daniel Bryan was like the most popular character in WWE. And he was not going to be in the title picture. And the fans kind of turned on the... On WWE and made them realize, you know what? We're making a mistake. We need to put this guy in the title picture. So it feels like that's happening again 10 years later. Or it's starting to happen again. Uh, so yeah, just something out there. I mean, does, does what I've described make sense to you? Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, I mean, you're, you're, gonna, you're going to, I guess, tease something for so long. And then you get rug pulled. That's what it is. You're getting rug pulled. Unless they have some other kind of storyline going on or whatever. I mean, that's, that's not, no, that's just, that's just not going to work, man. Yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. Uh, just a rug pull of like, you know, we're built and it's, it's like a classic story of like this villain that has been on top for so long and the hero is finally going to vanquish the villain, loses to him, but then comes back for the next fight where he's finally going to save us from the big bad villain. And then, at the last second, he says, you know what? Nah, I'm going to let this guy fight you instead. Yeah. Like, huh? You know, with any story, anime, movie, whatever, like, that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's not, so you're watching, it's just, I can't even make a proper analogy just because it's, if I were to try to make a proper one-piece analogy, it'd be like, oh, you're setting up for, you know, the big baddie here, or in case like, you know, Shanks or uh, Blackbeard, and then all of a sudden, Ace comes back to life and, you know, starts fighting Luffy because they're brothers in this case. You know what I mean? Because I, I, with, with The Rock and Roman Reigns are cousins real life or something like that. I don't mm -hmm. know where. It's weird, man. <laughs> yeah, there's also, there's also some weird things going on behind the scenes where The Rock recently got picked up by uh, TKO. He's uh, with, with, the, with uh, Vince McMahon being relieved of his duties. Um, 
because of his controversies and stuff like that, The Rock got picked up for like a seat on the board. So now not only is he on the board, but now like all of a sudden he's in WrestleMania, like possibly going to the main event. Like, so there's a lot of weird stuff happening here. But, uh, you know, the wrestling community is very upset and being very vocal about this is not what they want. So just something, if you are a wrestling fan, you know, look at this, think about this. And just kind of check this out and let's see if the wrestling fans, much like 10 years ago, is heard and are heard. And, you know, WWE decides to alter their course again. Uh, because it, this this is crazy, man. Three days in a row of We Want Cody. And The Rock, you know, The Rock, very beloved character uh, from our childhood and for the last, you know, couple years, like last, you know, 20 years, uh, being booed. You know, you any other time, I think this wouldn't be a big deal. But just here, where the the story is just perfect fairy tale ending, and they pivot at the last minute, just weird, weird, weird stuff. Uh, anything else? Film, movies, anything like that you want to get into? Uh, film, movies. Well, I mean, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything like at all. Uh, I was talking to Rico right before this, and well, as far as video games concerned, the whole different story. Uh, are we getting to video games next? That's that's up next. So if you want to jump into that, go for it. I mean, I was just going to talk about um, two things, actually. One is a personal thing. Obviously, I've been playing a lot of the NSO Game Boy Advance games and stuff like that. And I've been kind of telling Rico, like, which games hold up, you know, whatever. To be fair, the Game Boy Advance, man, all those games just, I feel like they hold up. I was playing Fire Emblem. I put in 10 hours. Uh, what is it? Mission 20. Uh, Metroid Fusion. I'm already low, almost halfway through that game again for the third, fourth time. Uh, started Golden Sun. I'm already more than half done with that game. A lot shorter than I remember it being. Um, what was the other one? I did beat Minish Cap already. Um, Golden Sun. And I said, those three, I think, is what I'm playing on my Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance NSO. And then I remember I started uh, F Zero X on the N64, and I just got through Joker Cup on Master. Like I'm just. I've been on my Switch playing those old games, and man, they, they hold up beautifully. So if if you're ever, you know, need to go back and play those old games, the good thing is that the commitment's not long, and you should be able to beat a lot of those games within a 10, 10 20-hour period. Go and play them, because they're amazing and they're fun. The other thing I want to get into is the game that I'm looking forward to, because right now it's at the super, super top of my list, not Persona 3, um, even though that one is there, but I'm waiting for the answer. Um... <clears throat> is um Unicorn Unicorn Overlord is the one I'm super excited about because I just really like more of the what the gameplay might be like and this one has more of a Fire Emblem um style right here in the gameplay at least as far as this one uh they call it rapport and and Fire Emblem they call them um the conversations and the support with the characters and you build support or whatever but in, in Unicorn it's a lot like Ogre Battle which is why it's super high up there because Ogre Battle's been one of my you know, games of my life and stuff like that. So very excited about that one. March 9th, if I'm not mistaken, March 17th, one of those. It's coming soon. And I already have it pre-ordered, have the collector's edition, and I can't wait to play it. And that's all for me on that part. Just wanted to kind of get those two out there. Yeah, yeah. The NSO has some great games on there. So I know for me, I was finally able to go back and play Minish Cap when that dropped, and I enjoyed the hell out of that game. There's some other ones on there too, like some of the ones you mentioned that I've been wanting to get back and play. I just have not, again, another week that I have to say that I have not showed my Switch any love. But uh, it, it'll, it'll come for me. It'll come for me. Uh, in terms of some of the other gaming things that happened this week, uh, Pokemon, which is one that's very near and dear to me, uh, 
has been tweeting some weird things on their Twitter. They put up a little graph, not a graphic, like an animation uh, from the Gen 5 Pokemon uh, games where Reshiram and uh, and Zekrom fly out of like their these little portals and stuff like that from the games. Uh, I don't know if that's like them teasing that we are going to be getting into the Gen 5 remake since it's one that's next like in line. Mm-hmm. Or if they're kind of trying to like swerve us like, oh, yeah, like, <clears throat> you know, like, oh, of course, this means we're getting Gen 5. And in a couple weeks, like they kind of just go somewhere else with the Legends game that we've talked about or, uh, you know, something different. Uh, so just something that I've been looking at there, paying attention to their Twitter on their Twitter. Uh, there's also this. uh this story going around about that there's one more legendary for Scarlet and Violet and that it is going to be the central focus of a new Pokemon movie that we're going to be getting. Uh, something that we didn't, I don't think we talked about at all when we talked about uh, the Pokemon Direct coming out uh, at the end of the month. So I'm not sure, we're, we're still not sure what's going to happen with Pokemon movies. Are we going to still see Ash? Or with the retirement of Ash in the series, are we going to go with the new characters? But apparently we have some new some new Pokemon coming, and uh, more than likely it'll be some kind of uh, legendary that we're going to get a code for or something like that to activate in our game, Scarlet and Violet. And uh, there's like a bunch of theories and rumors about what it's going to be it seems like the bigger the bigger consensus that i find is that it's going to be some kind of like yellow or gold ape like gorilla type thing hmm. uh because of a graphic in the game if you play if you've played scarlet and violet you know that you get like the scarlet or violet book depending on what you know version you have and the character heath like makes some drawings of some of the 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 Pokemon that he encounters in Area Zero. And one of them that we've never seen is like a picture. There's a picture that he drew of what looks like a gorilla walking away from him. And that's a Pokemon that like we've never seen anything like that in the game. So people are thinking that that might be what it is. Like that's like the tease of like this last legendary. And there's a bunch of stories uh out there about what it could be people think it's yellow because if you look at the graphic of like the legends of area zero there is like a blue spark or a blue like little i I guess you could call it spark that's supposed to be teropagus there is a green spark that people would say is uh ogre pond uh and then peacherunt would be like the purple spark but there's also a yellow spark that we have not gotten a yellow pokemon so that's why people think it's yellow. There's a lot of crazy theories out there. So if you want to look at those, look at, look them up on YouTube, on Twitter, and stuff like that. Uh, this week, we also did get a Sony State of Play. I don't know. Uh, I watched little bits and pieces here and there, mostly read. Didn't watch everything, but read about what was uh, released. Uh, were there any things that caught your, your eye here, Marcus? Was there? No, I'm just joking. Um... <laughs> Uh, I did watch it. That's because I was obviously at work whenever, um, it had dropped and stuff like that. Um, I got home. I was able to comfortably watch it on my TV. So I did watch it in the beginning. The best part about watching it on TV or like on the phone or whatever is that once it's done and there's something you don't like, I tr- obviously you stay off the internet. Just, you know, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, you get to the next one. So that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I always did like that. But no, I actually, um, <clears throat> really enjoyed it. The 
first one that they kind of showed off was the uh, stutter blade. And I think they had mentioned a while back and stutter blade looks like a lot of fun right up my alley. Who cares? I'm going to play it. going to enjoy it. And Waifu we're, City. Waifu City reminded me a lot of uh, uh, Nier, Nier Automata. Um, that was kind of the big thing, especially the combat system and stuff like that. So uh, looking forward to that one. <clears throat> the other one was uh, Sonic Shadow Generations. And just because I'm a huge Shadow fan. And I'm excited for that one. And I think, as a matter of fact, speaking of Shadow, was it on X or something like that? They did cast uh, Maria. And if you don't know, in Sonic Adventure 2, uh, spoiler, but uh, the premise for Shadow, his entire character is Maria dies in the beginning. <laughs> Maria Robotnik, who's um, not Gerald. Or Gerald Robotnik. Gerald Robotnik's grandkid. I remember. Grandkid? Not I'm sure I'm sure it's not her, her her his daughter, but then you have Eggman, um, who's obviously trying to you know bring Shadow back and all these things. And Eggman's the one, Eggman Robotnik's the one tries to whatever, but good stuff going on there. But but Sonic Generations, Shadow Generations, Shadow's making a comeback, so super happy about that. Um, I don't know if you saw the really tripped out one was Silent Hill Two, mm-hmm. and um, that's again it's creepy, it's scary, but. I'm gonna give Silent Hill this awesome shake when it comes out. Rural Resident Evil, scare the hell out of myself. Call it a day. Uh, hopefully, enjoy it. And then the last two that I piqued my interest were um, the one by Ken. Was Ken Divine? Divi- What's his name? The, the creator of Bioshock. Totally forgot his name. Um, he's coming out with one called Judas. And again, it's I've, there was there's always something about this first person gun in one hand powers in the other and you kind of just have blasts you know kill stuff and have a good time with it so judas looked like a lot of fun hopefully it kind of lives up or you know just i guess you could call it a spiritual successor in this case uh to bioshock if he never really never ever releases another one but uh judas looked amazing and then the last one was the rise of the ronin one that they already showed off uh feudal japan samurai looks like a lot of fun too so uh, a couple of good things and i was actually telling was it, I was telling you and Andrew that when it comes to state of plays, usually I'm not really like, usually it's always kind of like just eh or whatever, maybe one thing, two things. But as a whole on this one, like I was like, yeah, it's pretty decent. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I did see a lot of it. Um, obviously, when, like not fast forwarding. So yeah, I, I think it was, you know, there wasn't any like super first party, you know, no God of War, Last of Us or anything like that. Or um, I, did, I did hear rumors of a, People are thinking about them remaking um, Drake's Uncharted. Um, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, Uncharted. Um, so we'll see. No, nothing crazy as far as first per, first party. I, I could always do some more Gravity Rush, um, some old Sony games that have been neglected for years. But we'll, we'll see what we get next time. Yeah, I think you nailed uh, two of the ones, the ones that at least uh, caught my attention, which was Judas, because I am uh, a Bioshock fan. Uh, I think I think I looked it up, and his name is Ken... Levine, Levine. So, so you were right. You were, yeah, you were right there. Uh, Ken Levine, creator of Bioshock, is making Judas. Like you said, seems like right up the alley of all those Bioshock fans that are you know missing, missing uh, something. Uh, this kind of gameplay with the power and the gun. Uh, so hopefully that plays out. It looks really interesting in terms of the setting. Uh, the other one that you mentioned was Silent Hill for me. Uh, I've never played a Silent Hill game, but I've always kind of put it like you said in the same wheelhouse as like resident evil maybe a little bit more focused on horror and not really like the zombie thing but more you know these weird out there creatures or characters whatever you want to call them yeah uh and they did uh announce it's silent hill 2 right 
Yes. And then they also put out like some kind of little free preview. Uh, what was it called? Last message or something like that. Final message or. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't take a picture. I took a picture of the ones or a screenshot of the ones that that that. Where there was it was last message, final message, something message. Yeah, it's the la- the lost message, short message, something like that. The short message, a free first person horror game for PS Five. Yeah, the short message. So there's that out now. If you want to play it, you can download it and play it for free. You know, get a little preview of what's to come. Um, and it's actually funny. Omar actually a couple of days ago, our friend Omar, texted me that was texting me throughout the day and said that he had played uh, Silent Hill and just finished it. That I should check it out. That it was a real fun playthrough. And I was like, wow. Uh, I, and I told him I've never played a Silent Hill game, but that's always one I've been very interested in trying. Uh, and then they announce Silent Hill. So I think I did see that it's coming to PS5 and PC. So I will be able to play it on my PC whenever it does come out. Since I'm not a, uh, I don't have a PS, uh, PS5. So yeah, I, those are the two that were on my radar too. Uh, I think they also did show off the. Did they show Final Fantasy too? I think right. The, yeah, the sixteen. No. Oh yeah, no. There it was, which is actually tomorrow, by the way. Uh, Final Fantasy Rebirth. Um, they're gonna actually. They did say that they were gonna show off more of the, um, what you call it, um, gameplay, and that's gonna be tomorrow. Actually, I forgot what time, but they're they're gonna have a Final Fantasy Rebirth. Um, what you call it? Uh, showcase tomorrow. Okay, cool, cool. Which those games. I haven't played like these latest uh, remakes and stuff like that of Final Fantasy, but man, do they look amazing have you yeah. played them oh the last one i played man that's good uh, me and andrew talk about it all the time I, I played all the classics i played one two three four five six never played og7 never played og8 9 10 or 11 11 was the online one but i did play 12 13 skipped 14 and i tried playing 15 three times and which is strange because i played about 20 hours each time but just never progressed after that uh, so I played more than half, but I haven't played the latest one, 16, um, for whatever reason, which okay. I do have. I do own most of them. Mm, but no, 7, I've always told myself, I do want to play the OG. And I, and I know the story. I know what happens. I do want to play the OG uh, Part 7, which is only like a 30-hour, 30 35-40-hour game, if I don't try to 100% it, at least to get through the story so I can go and play the Final Fantasy VII games, which is okay because there's going to be a Part 3 anyway, so it's not like it matters. You know, I still have time. Okay. Okay. It's it's because they ruined Tifa, right? Ah, no. Oh no. no. We won't get into that. Uh, No, no, because we're Andrew talking about yesterday. Oh, because they're you know going off in Tifa, and uh, obviously you know, um, they they reduce some things. But I I was straight up. I was like, I don't do like you're talking about PS PS one game and all these things where (laughs) and and this one dude like she's she's a wife who do like how do you even. Like, how do you play the game? And I already have my fairy character. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those things where even if you've never heard of Final Fantasy, you've heard of Tifa if you're a gamer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, some other news that was that came out around uh, Sony and PlayStation. Another handheld possibly coming out. We had some uh, reported leaks about that it would be an AMD-run machine, uh, 18 CUs, 1.7 gigahertz. 
And this one was a big kicker for me. It would it would uh, be compatible with both PlayStation 4 and PS5 games, is the rumor. Well, I, I heard it was going to be more in line with PS6. That, that, was, that was more or less the release time and stuff like that. Really? So, yeah, so I, I think it I think it's going to be PS5 and PS6, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't with PS4, but that's what I saw. That's the last thing I saw was it's going to be more in line with the release of, of PS6, the PS6 and stuff like that. Wow, okay. Yeah, which I, I don't know about you, man, but have you ever owned a handheld, a Sony handheld? No, I haven't. PSP is an amazing, amazing system that has so much just different types of games and uh, i guess if they ever want to tell smaller stories and, and instead of like these grand scales they can they did tell like final fantasy um crisis core on that and they kept a lot of the core mechanic i guess for the the psp the uh, uh king of hearts birth by sleep was in a psp game and again just it's those small story type games that they wanted to tell that they didn't have you know to continue with the franchise they could and it had a lot of support, man. The PSP was an amazing system. Uh, Tactics Ogre, uh, the remake at the time, had also come out on that one, too. And they even had Mega Man, uh, uh, which got Maverick Hunter. I had a handful of PSP games and stuff like that. But unfortunately, mine broke early on, and I could never get another one because I still didn't have a job. And then I got a Vita. Oh, I loved my Vita. Like, that's where Gravity Rush first came out. Uh, introduced me to Danganronpa, so I our Persona 4, um, the Trail series. Um, the Vita was amazing, amazing system that for whatever reason sony did not support the way they should so hopefully they learn from a mistake i'm super down for a, a sony handheld and i know people get remote play and you can all the games on the go my thing about handhelds especially in this case where they're going to have a dedicated handheld now whereas nintendo kind of i guess i don't want to say guess well, i guess you could say right phased out that that line and kind of made everything that first party with a switch um is you can make quicker games smaller games Tell more, tell more stories to these games and just keep rolling with it. If they want to release Gravity, Gravity Rush and a handheld to go back to that, they can. If they want to, you know, bring back these PS3 games, like there's some of my favorites, Folklore or Dark Cloud game, um, they can go back and you put it on a handheld and stuff like that. It, it gives them different avenues and ventures to where, you know, they don't have to make these full-blown games for the PS6 and, you know, call it a, call it a day. You can make, you can have a smaller scope. You can mess around with the art style a little bit more since it's handheld for some whatever reason. Um, people do that with, um, they tend to criticize art styles and stuff like that, especially for full, full flow, full fledged, you know, console games, dedicated console games. If it's, oh, they're sprites or if it looks like something like Octopath Traveler for a PlayStation, uh, people tend to, oh, six, uh, 8 bit, 16 bit, oh, we're going to call them indie games and not give them the full publicity that they deserve, which is honestly bullshit, right? But in this case, with the handheld, it, it will lend itself a lot of that. And the cost might even be a little bit better for them to where they can actually generate the, you know, profits and revenue to give us more of those type of gains. Like Danganronpa, dude, when I play that game on PSP, on my Vita, dude, I fell in love with part one, two, and Ultra Despair Girl. No, I, I, I fell in love with the series. Um, it was good stuff, man. It introduced me a lot of these games. And Gravity Rush 1 was, I, I beat it twice on my PlayStation and my Vita twice and stuff like that. I actually platinumed it and stuff, so... Um, it was great, man. And even the PlayStation Store was great because you can, on my Vita, as a matter of fact, I do have a, like P PlayStation One games. Um, I have the OG Resident Evils on there too. I forget what else I have on there. I have a, a Suikoden One and Two. I have Wild Arms. A lot of the old PlayStation RPGs. I have a Van Grant Story on there also. Like you're telling me, I can play these PS One games on my. I, I think it, P I don't remember if PS Two was compatible with Vita, but I still have my Vita, my white, I said my white OLED. I don't know if it's OLED, but my white Vita. It still plays, still charges, and 
it's amazing, dude. Like, you know, awesome, awesome system. So I'm, I'm excited for this next system that Sony, if they're going to come out with, that it has to offer. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, seem, it seems like this is uh, still speculation, but I mean, we're getting already uh, rumors of specs and stuff like that. And uh, I, am, I am still reading about it here, and it says that it's expected to come out alongside what would be a PlayStation 6. Yeah. Uh, but of course, before then, we're still looking <laughs> at probably a PS5 Pro coming out at some yeah. point. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> you but, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I was drinking some water and it just went down wrong. Yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, you're not the only person I hear from that just love their portable uh, PlayStation console. So, as long as it doesn't end up being like one of these that you are playing remotely rather than like its own system, I think it would be a huge success. It's it's yeah. kind of like a like a gimme, right? That yeah. they're going to be hugely successful. Exactly. Um, I know right now they just came out with the PlayStation Portal. Is it called Portal? Yeah, I think it's called the Portal, which and, is and, which and that which is there. that remote, yeah, yeah, that remote playing machine. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is huge for the PlayStation fan base. Um, another thing that's been going around the gaming sphere is uh, Microsoft. We had already had like a discussion, I think maybe a couple weeks ago, of uh, Microsoft reportedly bringing uh, some of their first-party games to PlayStation. Now we're going, I think at the time we had discussed Hi-Fi Rush and see if Thieves possibly coming to PlayStation. Now they're talking about now they're talking about Gears of War. They're talking about Halo. They're talking about Starfield. Um Indiana Jones, the new Indiana Jones game. Uh and a lot of people are kind of it, to me it's a little crazy how so many people are upset about something like this. Uh Dummy. it seems it, it seems like there's very mixed feelings about it. And to me, um I, I don't get it. Like I, I, I feel like if you send these games elsewhere, I think we, we kind of said the same thing when we talked about it the first time. If you send these games elsewhere and other people like these games, that's good for Xbox. People That, that would make people think, wow, all these games, you know, I subscribe to Game Pass and I buy an Xbox and I have all these games for just that subscription. Yeah, like or, day or of, you- day of release. Plus all these other games that like are thrown in there uh, at the same time. So I don't know. I I feel like I I don't understand like the what, what would you call it the people still have this weird stigma with and and it's outdated. It's already out, it's been outdated for ten years, fifteen years for, with console wars, right? It's an outdated thing. Xbox is always you know in in recent years they've been those um trying to be there for the gamer in all capacity and sony is on one that's kind of been a little you know pushing back against that type of stuff with exclusives and i don't know what but the time of you know the time of these games being available to everybody and anybody you know who loses people get to play whatever game they want or whatever system um microsoft will make their money and you know it's a money thing right but why why would you keep something like that to, for uh, especially from uh, Xbox, when uh, I think, as a matter of fact, Sony more people play PlayStations 
than they do Xboxes, if I'm not mistaken, where Microsoft is losing out of money because these PlayStation guys aren't playing their games. And again, it's a business move, right? Oh, you know, people, oh, Xbox, and oh, they're mad, and um, all the Xbox all the Xbox guys are, oh, they shouldn't do that, and the PlayStation guys, oh, we don't want your stuff, but who loses? Like, if you don't want to, if you don't want it, don't play it. It's all, you, you know, um, for whatever reason, people have this, again, weird stigma about, oh, console wars, and I don't know what. Like, nobody loses. Uh, at the end of the day, you have a choice to play it. You play it. If you don't want to, you don't want to. And it's just, it's weird. It's weird. Like, I just, I don't understand people, um, why they would hate something like that. But again, Microsoft makes their money. They, they push out more content for these games, uh, for the hardcore fan, for the casual fan. If somebody on PlayStation likes the game enough, they go buy a console, Game Pass, they buy a cheap console, or they wait and be patient, you know, and like anything else, or they have a PC and they play on Steam, or, you know, buy Game Pass on PC, big whoop. You know what I mean? There's just different avenues and, different ways they can play these games and me personally i don't know how to dog on the fight i have i own everything because i don't want to miss out on any games that i might enjoy so me personally but we'll see we'll see what happens yeah and uh i'm one of those people that i only have i play on xbox switch and pc so i'm one of those people that i don't i don't have a, a playstation but that doesn't mean i don't want <clears throat> playstation players not to enjoy be able to enjoy halo or gears of war or stuff like that i think i'm one of those people that think man i, I wish they would just put everything everywhere but uh you know i guess for some people that's still not the case uh and it's been it's been interesting here especially with the acquisition of uh activision blizzard into the xbox family and like their court proceedings and all that where they said like we lost like the console war like the numbers don't lie like playstation PlayStation outsells us. So why why aren't you letting us like you know that's a reason you should let us go through with this purchase. I mean obviously this is this is all done. Like we're focusing on more so something like Game Pass and that uh that ecosystem rather than like oh it's just Xbox Xbox only Xbox kind of thing, you know? Mm. But uh I don't know. A lot of people have mixed opinions about this and I I don't I, I still haven't seen why it shouldn't happen. I, I, I fail I I fail to see a meaningful reason as to why they shouldn't send it over there. You know, they're going to make some money off of some of these games mm. and they're gonna get more eyes on some of their products. Like Gears of War, some people might be playing Gears for the first time, Halo for the first time, and you know, maybe they'll subscribe to Game Pass, maybe they'll uh, get it for their PC. Maybe they'll even buy a console. Uh, who knows? But uh, I don't know. Just uh, some a, a weird story going around there, and a lot of pushback on it that I I just don't get. Um, I think they did get a comment from Phil Spencer that we're going to see some sort of event next week. Business. Where we're, yeah, where we're going to we're gonna kind of get a hint at some of this like multi-platform games and stuff like that and not just playstation but i heard that some of these games even might be going to the switch as well so let's see how that works mm-hmm. but yeah i think uh for gaming i think that's pretty much it so i think that's kind of a wrap on all the things anything else you want to throw out there for gaming before we before you sign us out uh off the top of my head, I know the Nintendo Switch rumors. That, I'm sorry, the Nintendo uh, 
direct rumors are starting to full force. And now, now everybody, which is very funny because I'm more than sure, obviously, I've always used kind of like, you know, just past and kind of make predictions uh, all the way up until the day and stuff like that. Now, all of a sudden, people are on that train. Oh, of course, we're getting one in February, but that's not always the case because they did one skip one in, in COVID. And I think we did, oh, this was a few years back where they just totally didn't, you know, give one. So those rumors are already starting to swirl again, uh, just because whatever some people were even saying this week. But again, I, my prediction was in the teens, um, 13, 14, 15, 16 uh, would be my week, which would be next week if we do get it to direct. But the latest, no joke, would probably be the following week, if I'm not mistaken. Again, this is just uh, from what we've seen, and you can just do the research by yourself. It's not that hard. People and their sources and stuff like that. You just There should be one soon. Um, always excited. You know, I, I think once it gets closer, we'll have our predictions, do it again. And, of course, we'll have a special Nintendo Direct-focused um, right uh, podcast. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, uh, other than that, that's about it for me. Uh, something else coming up. Uh, not just what's coming up, but also uh, there was uh, some of the the little event going on in Overwatch. Have you played, uh, what is it, Prop Hunt is back, and there's some other little things going on, and then we kind of have Season 9 coming real soon? Prop Hunt was the reason I actually finished my Battle Pass. <laughs> really? I, I enjoy that damn stupid mode more than I care to admit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it, but I just I'll pop because I guess it's because again I've always played Overwatch, which is strange, right? Well, I played it uh, just to like wind down and whatever with the arcade. I like the arcade a lot, and I'll play Mystery Heroes or Quick Play. But mission, like you want to talk about super casual, 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 and, like nobody's nobody should shit on you type thing. Like just play a prop hunt, dude. Like and if somebody if somebody wants to talk smack, obviously they're just they're trolling or whatever. But like there's just nothing like it's satisfying you know when you find a kill get a kill and stuff like that and when you when you hide and stuff i want my fair share of games already because of it man but i i got like i got a lot of, of battle pass points and stuff like that so i did complete the battle pass again remember i was like oh i only have 17 days left or whatever yeah well not only did i can complete the battle pass but i also got the first title okay go figure <laughs> when i was actively not playing so yeah yeah i uh i i logged in a couple days ago to kind of finish up just my my aim for the season was just to unlock Malga. The first the first season that I don't buy the battle pass, the premium version, just was on the free track. So um I my one goal was to get Malga. I got him and I'm kinda just waiting for season nine, right? If season season nine is the one that's upcoming. Yeah. And uh there's rumors uh there's rumors or actually there is a leak of some of the changes that are supposed to be coming, which are very interesting. And are supposed to, if they're true, are going to probably be the biggest shakeup and changes that we've seen in Overwatch oh, yeah. in a long time. Yeah. So, have you seen those things? Are are they interesting to you? Do you think? Are you Anything? against some? Some people are against them. Some people um, are. Man, dude, I, like I think I mentioned it before, right? Where Overwatch can legit, you know, they, they to me, I'm I'm gonna play Overwatch. I, I love the game and. You know, regardless of what they do with these changes, and especially with the health pools and and some of the gameplay mechanics and stuff like that, I'm gonna play it regardless of whether I'm about it or not. Um, the, what's gonna stop being, what's gonna stop me from playing Overwatch is just me just not playing it anymore because I'm just doing something else. But I mean, I, I did see the leaks, and there was leaks across the board. Um, anything that's gonna, I guess, longevity, I guess, uh, give you more of a of a fight. Uh, less time, like if you die, less time to be dead or more health and like that. I don't think it's anything too crazy, but I did see some of it. And again, 
I'm not totally against it. Again, I always feel like I have to try it out first, whatever, before people start saying it's broken without ever experiencing anything. Imagine that, right? Um, yeah. But no, we'll see. We'll see. Definitely going to be fun. And again, I, I don't, I'm going to play it. So it's not like, you know. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually very, very excited about those changes. Um, I think, you know, in a broad, in a more broad sense with the, with a game like Overwatch, I think the most healthy thing for a game like Overwatch is that things continue to change. I think the problem comes when like something is just stagnant. Exactly. Exactly. Stagnant. Like that is what kills a game like Overwatch, which, mm-hmm. you know, over the end of Overwatch 2 was kind of just the same thing in those last couple of years. So I think here that we're constantly having changes. I think this idea that they're going to do something very big, I think is, is promising. I think they're going to, they're, they're trying, they're trying very hard to like, you know, reinvent this game and change it for us so that it doesn't become that stagnant game that we had in the past. So, um, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm excited for it. I actually think it's going to be good. There's only one aspect of it that worries me a little bit, which is one of the new passives that they supposedly are going to be introducing. But other than that, I mean, I'm down. I'm not going to comment too much on some of the changes because, you know, it, it's one of those things where I don't, I feel like I can't give my opinion until I played it, yeah. which we're not that far away. So I'm just excited and I, I welcome just changes, changes, changes. Just keep them coming. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to hop back on and grind again. <laughs> but uh, I think that's it from us. Yeah. So if I know it's been a while, I think for the month of January we only had three, and I guess just not for any reason. Sick, you know, personal things kind of getting in the way. But we're always going to give you content. Try our best. We're going to have more. Um, I guess ideas and stuff like that. We're always coming up with good podcast ideas. Maybe get somebody else on. But the other one involves just kind of like these draft things with games and anime. But we'll see. Obviously, it's more brainstorming and a lot more discussions when it comes to just anything other than the news. But aside from that, if you haven't checked out last week's episode, uh, we did talk about Avatar again, right, from the trailer because it had dropped. Oshinoko, uh, Pal World, taking the world by storm. And people, I don't know if you've seen the some of what their people are building oh my god pyramids and castles and i'm just like oh my so ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous if you haven't checked out the youtube videos go check them out because again I, I, pokemon was a big thing with it but when you're building stuff like that obviously those guys really take minecraft to a whole new level they're probably minecrafters for all we know right uh, earlier in the month we did have bobby on as a guest with a 2023 review and then we did have my girlfriend uh, melanie and her best friend adriana come up and just you know talk about experiences of being nerds and stuff like that so check out our check out our episodes for the month and it, we are february 5th so rico will have this up tomorrow otherwise we are the other the other the meta era nerds and so thank you guys for listening thank you <laughs>